Welcome to our podcast. So what do you think? The podcast where we chat about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with friends, family, and loved ones. We laugh. The labor where they wash up. Then we wash, wash up. I'm from Missouri, so y'all leave me alone. Yeah, she's from Missouri. She really means wash. I'm learning more and more how little I know. <laughs> Daddy Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing. I can't do this. Impressions. Oh. <laughs> I love the tomatoes. <laughs> ah, this is Chang's Chinese restaurant. <laughs> we get a little silly. Jericho, Joshua with the Battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. I feel I have a hard time with condom, condomate, con. <laughs> Not condiments. She loves ketchup and mayonnaise. <laughs> so in genius, geniuses. That's our southern accent coming in there, folks. I'm just a little black <laughs> A little serious. My spirit, Bubba, what if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that, you know, where is God? Well, well that's him. That's him showing his love. Yes, he's got he's got all these people loving on you. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, As we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between... Welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name's Missy, and I'm here with my mom, Helen. Hey mom. Hi, how's everybody today? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Had a good day. Awesome. So we get to get into the exciting part two of your series called... The Wedding Supper of the Lamb. Awesome. Go for it. Okay. Unless you want, well, do you want to talk about anything else? No, maybe afterward, but no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the same Bible verse we did last time, and that is Revelation 19, 6 through 9. Mm-hmm. And you know, in Revelation, this is John speaking. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Then the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. And if they're true words of God, we can rely on them. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking this of everybody out there. Have you been invited to the wedding supper of the lamb? If so, have you responded to that invitation? You need to respond to any invitation you receive, any that you get in the mail or somebody asks you in person to a wedding or a shower or anything like that. You either need to answer yes or no if you're interested or not in going. Not responding automatically means you're declining the invitation. If you responded yes, let's go to 2 Peter. One, three through eleven. 
His divine, his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. And I feel like there are a lot of evil desires out there right now. Mm-hmm. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control uh, perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Last time that we talked about this, we ended with the engagement, the covenant. The bride and groom enter into a covenant or a contract. They are not married. The relationship has not been consummated. They are promised or betrothed to each other, engaged. They're not living with each other. The bridegroom is busy building a place to take his bride, and the bride is busy preparing herself to be married to the groom. Is this not what we're doing now? Jesus has gone away to prepare a place for us, and we're busy here preparing to live with him forever. Let's look at John 14, 1 through 3. People hear this all the time. It's usually something that is uh, recited and read during um, a funeral. Mm-hmm. Do not, and this is Jesus speaking. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. <laughs> My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. And like I say, that said a lot of, or uh, read a lot of times at funerals. Uh, because people, uh, that gives people some comfort. Yeah, yeah. When, when betrothed, a couple set aside for each other. When we make a commitment to God to follow him, we're set aside for him and his purpose for us here on earth. We are sanctified, holy, consecrated, sealed by the Holy Spirit. 
And all of those mean that we're set aside, sanctified, holy, consecrated. All those mean that we've been set aside. And when we're set aside, we're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Let's look at Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. I love this verse. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Y'all, we've been sealed. We're sealed by the Holy Spirit until the coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Uh, let's go to John 17, 15 through 21. And this is Jesus speaking again. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. And this is Jesus talking to his father, Father God. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. There's that word sanctified again, which means set aside. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. And again, that is Jesus. Oh, I needed to go through 21. I'm sorry. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one, Father, just as you and me. Just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. That's Jesus' prayer for us, that we be Mm -hmm. sanctified and set apart and that the world believes what we're saying and the witness that we are. That's awesome. I know it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Jesus prayed for us a lot. During the betrothal, a wedding contract called the ketubah is drawn up. This can be drawn up either at the beginning of the betrothal, sometimes in the middle of it, or just before the actual wedding. But this sets out the husband's duties to his wife. There are details of inheritance on his death the support he will provide for children, and what he will provide to his wife should there be a divorce. Sometimes the responsibilities of the wife towards her husband will also be set out. This is a legal binding document, and ketubah means what is written. And y'all, this is before they're even married. This is not, you know, this is not when they are married. This is done before the marriage, that they set it out. Parallel Mm -hmm. that to us. God has given us his ketubah, the Bible. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Ketubah. Ketubah. It mm-hmm. is a written covenant. It's a contract full of promises of his love for us and how he takes care of us. It's his love letters to us, his children. Mm-hmm. We are his saints. Saints are not designated by the Catholic Church. True believers and followers of Christ are saints. My real name is Saint Helen. I'm God's favorite. Hmm. I guess you are. I am. You're you're Saint Missy. Saint Melissa. Saint Melissa. Yeah. That sounds funny. <clears throat> well it does. I ain't no saint. Yeah, you are. You can deny I know what you're saying. You can deny it all you want to, but you are. Right. There's a lot more that we're going to go over. Maybe we'll finish it next time uh, we get together about the marriage supper of the Lamb. Well, I want to talk to you about, let's talk a little bit about the mansions and the, you know, when it says that uh, I go to prepare a place for you. John, what was it? One, John 14, 1 14, through 3. Yeah, John 14, 1 through 3. Yeah. So in Revelation, we read the part where uh, I think it's around 18 or 19, where the New Jerusalem comes. I don't have my Bible with me. It's not the 19. new heaven. New, it might be farther out then. Making all things new. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Well, let's talk about the New Jerusalem. Okay. He gave specific measurements, just like he did for the art, just like he did for the uh, temple. And it's 1,500 feet wide, 1500, I mean, 1,500 miles wide, 1,500 miles in length, 1,500 miles high, miles. Right. And can you imagine that? And then when you walk in, there's a pearl gate, one solid pearl. One solid pearl. Yeah. And when you walk in, the the twelve, the foundation has twelve stones, just like the stones the uh, Levite right. priest had right. when they went in the temple. And it has those beautiful stones as a foundation. Yep. And then it has three gates on each side of. Uh, the new Jerusalem, the new city. And each gate has an angel above it, and it's the 12 tribes. Each tribe, there's a name above each door, entryway. 
and it's the 12 tribes of Israel. Is that not cool? I mean, all that is so cool. The whole thing is cool to me. It just, it blows my mind the way God takes things that he gave to the Israelites back in the Old Testament. And Mm -hmm. it has so much meaning, not only today, but in our future. And think about this. So you, you are in the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve got to walk with God and God is everywhere. So I remember thinking, okay, when I go to heaven, is God going to spend any time with me? But he's everywhere. So he yeah. could spend time with everyone. Yeah. At the same time, you know, he's omnipresent. Well, I read a book one time and I, it was a fiction book, but it gave an awesome uh, description of what some of that mm-hmm. will be like. Because the book was talking about when he comes back, when Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that they could see everybody in the <laughs> entire world at the same second could see Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as he spoke, everyone could hear his voice in their own language or they could understand it, whether he actually spoke in their language or whether it's like with us when God speaks to us. We understand what he's saying, and it may mm-hmm. be like that, or it may be that we actually hear a a voice, but that's what it's mm-hmm. going to be like, I think, up there. Everybody's going to hear it. Right. Yeah, and it's going to be you know, a personal when, thing. It's going to be personal. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be when, like, when you he, know, well, I'm hearing him, but you're not. You know, you're over on the right. other side. It's everybody at the same time. Right. And, you know, when um, Adam and Eve sinned, they made work hard and and, you know, it was Mm -hmm. it was painstaking. And we're going to work up there and it's going to be a joy. And if you've ever, ever felt the Holy Spirit on you, this is the only thing I can think of. If you've ever had a moment where you just feel the Holy Spirit all over you, it's going to be like that all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Have you ever felt that and had the presence of God just surround you? And you're just like, you're, there is complete, total peace. Like you've never felt in your life and joy. Like you think, you know, joy, you don't know joy until you felt that. Well, Uh, and it's, it's like completeness too. You used the right right term complete. It's like everything about you is totally complete. And And it's going to be like that all the time up there. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to be enjoying life like Adam and Eve were meant to be originally. We're going to be. You know, in Revelation 22, it talks about Eden. uh, The Garden of Eden will be restored. Yeah. And I think also that the fruit and anything we eat is going to taste like the best fruit you've ever put in your mouth. Something we've never tasted before. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. But I, 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 I do. Do you have anything else? I wanted to tell a little story before I close. Go ahead and tell your little story. I don't think I have anything else. A friend of mine um, lost someone in her family that was young unexpectedly and did not know if they were a Christian or not. And it's absolutely devastating to know that someone 
may pass away before they actually get to accept Christ. Now, I don't know that that was true, and nobody knows that was if that was true of this person, um, because nobody knows the heart. You know, only God knows the heart. But um, I mean, seriously, people need to think about that. You know, and um, I just my heart hurts for people. I just want people to accept Christ into their heart and uh, get to know just a little about Him is enough to just blow your mind. And mm-hmm. I mean, people don't want to believe in a hell, but there is a choice. You're making a choice if you don't make a choice. If someone's told you about Jesus or if you've heard this, that's an opportunity for you to accept Christ. And if you don't decide today or, you know, whatever, what what will happen to you if you were to die, you know? And we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what the next moment is going to bring because they weren't, that girl was not sick and she wasn't, they weren't expecting Mm -mm. her to pass away like that. It was an accident. Yeah. Um, So that can happen to anybody. And, you know, it's not fire and brimstone or anything like that. It's just the truth. And people do not want to hear the truth when it's hard. And uh, or it's hard to hear. And this is hard to hear that there is a heaven and a hell. And uh, I don't want anyone to miss out. So if you want to accept Christ in your heart, there is no magic words. You know, it is a belief in your heart. But if you want to say a prayer with me, let's pray right now. Dear Lord, I believe in you. I believe that you sent your son Jesus to die for me, Lord. I believe that he died on the cross, shed his blood for my sins, suffered for my sins, Lord. And I know that he paid a heavy, heavy price. I know he rose three days later and sits at the right hand of the Father today, Lord, and I invite him in. I repent of my sins. I pray that you would help me grow, make me and mold me, Lord. Help me to know you. Help me to hear your voice, Jesus. I just desperately want you so bad. And I thank you so much for saving me and thank you for where my life's going to go, Lord. And I just praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, mom. I know that was short and sweet, but it It was was great. It was short. We'll get into some exciting stuff on the next one. Yep. Some more, some more info. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Bye everybody. Bye y'all. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.